Welcome back to The Prophet's Voice. I am Elder Gwen Cohen. I am here in the studio with my awesome friend, superpower friend, <laughs> Opay Productions, Marcus Mooney. Hello, hello. Say hey, Marcus. Hello, hello, everybody. Oh, he's being Always chill today. Always pleasure to be here. <laughs> <laughs> he's chilling today. And of course, none other than my husband, Elder Elliot Cohen, is sitting here with us. The Elliot, man. you can holler out if you like. The man right, right there. Right. Yes. We are here once again to do real talk. We're excited to be here. Yes. It is uh, Thursday, October 5th, still 2023. Things are going by really, really fast. I don't know where you are in the country or in the world. We're enjoying some really nice um, uh, fall weather here, just yes. kind of around in the 70s and 60s, and it feels really good. Um, but we're here in Charlotte. We are really hailing from Gastonia, North Carolina. I'm used to saying Charlotte, but we're coming out of Gastonia, close North enough. Carolina. Close enough. Uh, close enough? Okay. <laughs> close enough. And we are talking about what? My book, <laughs> Real Life, Real Time, Real Talk with a Very Real God, yes. which can be found on Amazon. If you put in Gwen Hester Cohen, G-W-E-N-H-E-S-T-E-R-C-O-H-E-N, and it will come up. Uh, I want you to grab it. That's what we're talking about in our podcast. Tonight, we are on chapter four. Yes. And I'm excited about this chapter because I think this is a statement that we say all along. Um, I'm Marcus, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. When we get in those moments where people want us to act a certain way Woo. or be a certain way. Yes. Or uh, function a certain way. Mm -hmm. The first thing that we say is what? What do we say, Marcus? My I'm not, chapter. I'm not Jesus. Say it again. I'm not Jesus. <laughs> say it again. I am not Jesus. <laughs> yes. How many times have oh, you, you're listening, said when someone told you, well, maybe you need to respond this way or maybe you need to respond that way. You said, I'm not Jesus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think for today, though, what I'm going to do is... um actually read the scripture that goes with this chapter. That's Can good. I do that? Yes, let's do okay, it. Okay, it says, therefore, be imitators of God, imitators of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for a sacrifice, for, well, given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling aroma. Wow. Not wanting to offend anybody, but you know what? Do you want to be a sweet smelling aroma <laughs> to God? Then it means that you can't say, I'm not Jesus. That's right. That's right. Um, I'm going to read a little bit. Well, you know what? Let's flip this a little bit. Marcus, sure. I'm going to get you to read the first uh, okay. paragraph for me out of that, out of that chapter four. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. You know, I love Jesus. I really do. And I am willing to say you do as well. But how often have we experienced times we said out loud, mm -hmm. I'm not Jesus. Usually, it's when we are faced with people and situations challenging our faith, character, patience, and ability to keep it all together. We realize he laid his life down for us. We realize Jesus was focused on offering salvation, a realignment with the Father for us. Yes, we are no stranger to John 3.16. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever would believe in him shall not die, 
but have everlasting life. That's right. I'm going to go in the next one. I get it. You get it. We get it. But that whole love, thy enemy, come on, let's be honest. <laughs> there are days we are not feeling it. Isn't That's that right? right. That's I'm right. Gonna start, there are days we're not feeling it. Please don't ask me to count the times. I've declared this statement when someone was nasty or mean to me. I'm not Jesus. Please don't ask me to share the moments. I screamed aloud this same thought, and it's usually after you and I have been mishandled, abused, or mistreated. Let me venture to say this is a conversation we're primarily having with the Holy Spirit mm -hmm. when he requires us to act, act like, like Jesus. Who? Jesus? That's right. How often have we spoken to the Lord and said, God, you want me to respond like Jesus? Don't you know what that will take? what that will cost me. My reputation is at stake. My pride is on the line. Mm -hmm. They don't know me. They don't know me. <laughs> they don't even know me. <laughs> Come on, Marcus, tell me what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I'm you, not Jesus. You know, it's one where we, I think sometimes we really have to have a, a real talk moment with ourselves and mm. realize that, hey, you're not the Superman. You, you're just, I, or the superwoman, that's not who you are, but you have a father mm -hmm. who can do all things. Mm -hmm. That's why you need to lean into him and lean on him and know, understand the power of no. That is something that I wow. had to get to know in my life. And I still struggle with it from time to time, if I be honest, but every no is not a bad or a negative no. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's a necessary no, mm -hmm. because I'm not Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> So you're not Jesus. I'm not but Jesus, Jesus didn't always say yes. But that is to true. That is he true. He did not. Um, I think it's a challenge for us because most of the time when something happens, we respond immediately. Mm -hmm. We respond Very emotionally. True. True. I remember um I used to laugh when I was younger. My dad, when something would happen, he would count to 10. Literally. I mean, somebody would say something or do something, and he would just stand there and he'd go one, two, wow. three. Four, he'd slow down. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Wow. And I watched him. What do I want to say? I watched him reprogram himself mm -hmm. in those few seconds so that he would not respond out of what his immediate reaction, internal, his immediate emotional reaction was. Uh -huh. And sometimes he wouldn't say anything after he got <laughs> to 10. Because one of his words was, everything doesn't, one of his quotes was, everything doesn't dignify a response. Wow, that's good. That is so good. And there were some times that Jesus didn't respond. Very true. There were Very times true. when he moved away or shifted away or walked away. And so often we holler, I'm not Jesus, because we want to act out. Come on, let's be real. Let's be real. Whoever's listening to me, have you ever really wanted to act out? Yes. Have you really wanted to cuss them out? Come on, let's be real. Yes. This is real talk. Or, or might have done it and had to go back and <laughs> Lord, forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least go back to the Lord and say, forgive me, right? Um, or wanted to fight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, or wanted to fight. Uh, wanted to, I mean, really go fist to cuff, toe to toe with somebody, um, especially in the church. Come on, let's talk mm. about it. Especially in the church. Yes, yes, or, yes. Or we're passive aggressive about it. 
So you ticked me off Sunday. Well, next Sunday, I don't speak to you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Or I, I, when I see you, I go the other way or mm-hmm. I move away mm-hmm. or I tell someone in the ministry about what you did to me so that when they come to church, suddenly now they're not talking to me or it, not talking to you. You know, isn't it amazing how we can have those moments where we don't want to be Jesus, but then have those other moments where we want to be Jesus? Right, when it's convenient for us. When it's convenient us. for us. <laughs> That's huh? it. That's it. How many of you, you're listening, have wanted to be like Jesus when it was convenient? <laughs> convenient it was convenient, Jesus. right. When I'm on stage and have the mic, it's uh-huh, convenient right. for me to be like Jesus. Yes, yes. Or when I'm at the altar laying on hands, it's com- convenient for me to be like Jesus. That's right. Or when I'm somewhere where someone is watching me, you know, uh-huh. the eyes on me, uh-huh. it's, um, it's convenient to be like Jesus. Or secretly, you might be using convenient Jesus. When somebody then got on your nerves that now you are judge, jury, and executioner. Oh, they don't deserve for me to speak to them today. Huh? Or they don't deserve to be blessed. Ooh, good mm, gracious. Mm. Mm. Or we holler out scriptures like, touch not thine anointed, <laughs> nor do thy prophet no harm. Or, you know, that's what mm-hmm. we say. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're upset or we're angry yes. um, about behaviors of others mm-hmm. or about situations that seem to put us in a position where we feel uncomfortable or we feel we're maligned. Oh, wow. Or we feel we're mistreated or mm-hmm. mishandled. Mm-hmm. And then the Lord, the Holy Spirit speaks to us and, and tells us to respond in a way that is totally contrary to our flesh. <laughs> Isn't it always? Right. And then I have to go, why? <laughs> I don't know about anybody else's list. I'm like, well, why? Well, Lord, why do I have to do that? Why does it have to be me? Oh, my goodness. Why do I have to be the one to act like Jesus? <laughs> Can't they act like Jesus? They're the ones that did it to me. I didn't you, do anything to you them. Know, you know, <laughs> I want to draw the short straw sometimes. <laughs> right. That's Can right. I draw the short straw? You know, but no. Nah, I know. like that. Can I draw the short straw sometimes? <laughs> Go ahead, Marcus. What you thinking? I mean, I just, I, we keeping it real right now. I, I think these these are important types of conversations because we don't always talk about those moments where we can be very weak and very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. We don't always do that, but it's it's so necessary sometimes to just realize exactly where you are with things and mm-hmm. that it's okay. Mm-hmm. And that the, the goal is to grow beyond it. Mm-hmm. But if, you know, it's that old saying, you know, you got to acknowledge you have an issue before you can get past it. Right. Ooh, you know, good. before you can solve it. Right. That's right. So we got to, sometimes we got to point things out and say, mm, yeah, that right there. I, I'm, I'm there right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not Jesus moment right now. And, mm-hmm. and I need to understand how to get to the next level where I'm not always stuck with I'm not Jesus. So how Ooh, we get to that next good. level? How we get there? How we get there? I like that. I like that. I have to get to the next space. And it's a process for those mm-hmm. that are listening. We're not saying this is something that happens right away. Even Marcus and I are going through the process. Oh, we go through the process. Very true. It, it, and, and sometimes the enemy will send it real quick. Ooh, real It'll quick. It'll just like whoosh out of nowhere. <laughs> and, and before you realize it, you have responded in a way that is contrary Mm -hmm. to the way the Holy Spirit has intended for you to respond. Very true. And so um, I remember how hard it was. And there is a chapter here called Pray for Them, right? I remember how hard it was when the Lord told me to pray Mm. for a particular individual who was publicly. Oh, my goodness. um, In ministry from the pulpit, publicly misaligning and publicly 
saying negative things about my husband and I, about Elle and I. And, wow. and I wanted to say, oh, oh, y'all, oh, help me, help me, praise the Lord. I wanted to say something. Um, and literally, I remember what, feeling one Sunday wanting to literally stand up in the middle of the congregation and go as the word is, slap off. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I remember the Holy Spirit like bridled my tongue. I felt like a horse with a bit in my mouth and he would not allow me to speak. He would not. And we dealt with this Sunday after Sunday after Sunday and the Lord would not let us speak. That's so good. He would not let, he said, nope. And I was, and I finally said, why? He said, because it's more at stake than your feelings. Wow. Wow. There are people that are watching you. There are people that you are setting an example for. And, and just as they watch Jesus, they're watching you to see. And what I won't allow you to do is to discredit me. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I thought, wait a minute, what? <laughs> and the Holy Spirit said, you can't discredit me because you can't say you're about me mm -hmm. and then be about yourself at the same time. That's so good. You know, that that reminds me, that takes me back to what you just said about your dad doing the countdown, mm -hmm. you know, and and in, in these moments, we have to realize what God is trying to do. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to learn to preserve the integrity of the moment. Oh, and, 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 and preserve the integrity of God. That's right. Because yes, it's his integrity. Yes, it's, it's his, his integrity. He's on the line. That's it's right. Not us. It's not us. It's him on it's the line. Us. And I remember him speaking very, very, very audibly to mm -hmm. me about this is not about you. I know this hurts, but I need you to understand that there are other people that need to see how you're responding because there are events that are going to happen in their lives. Mm -hmm. And because of your response, wow. they will imitate your response and and I will be glorified. Yes. Yes. That's so I good. will be glorified. That's so good. And I cannot tell you how many times later afterwards I'd run into people who were part of that ministry at that time and they would come and say, wow, you really helped me. That's good. You know, God wants both sides of the coin. Yeah. That's what I he like wants. That. He wants like both that. sides of the I, coin. I, I, yeah. Because yeah. that way he knows, listen, I don't care what it looks like, but if you allow me to move and maneuver and you don't respond with the same stuff that's coming at you, I'm guaranteed to get the victory mm. because I'm going, I'm going to work that thing out and people are going to see, wow, wow, look at that. Because mm -hmm. he's going to bring the truth to light. Whatever it is, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. and when your redeemer does it, mm -hmm. oh man, he does it like none other, like none other, because he got both sides of the coin. He does, he does. Um, and I, I just um thought about this because I said the thought of imitating Jesus is a scary one mm -hmm. because we know what it requires. That's right. That's right. It requires allowing ourselves to be persecuted. Mm -hmm. It requires us allowing ourselves to be crucified. Remember, because I lay down my life. That's right. No man takes my life. Right. I lay it down. And so we have to be willing to lay down our lives. Mm -hmm. And that's scary. Yes, it is. It is. Come on, let's be real. I know God did. I know y'all saying, but God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but a power of love sound mind. Second Timothy, I know you're saying that. But when the requirement is for us to operate in the same pattern as Jesus did, mm -hmm. it is scary. That is, it's very scary. And you know what? A lot of times we don't want to give what that requirement is. Mm -hmm. we, we don't want to go there. 
you yeah, know, we especially the, the flesh. Right. We want the we want the resurrection mm-hmm. and the ascension. Mm-hmm. But we got to realize before resurrection and ascension comes persecution. Yes. Cru- crucifixion. Yes. And burial. That's right. Death and burial. And they were talking about him behind his back to his face. I mean, you know, the whole way through. The whole way through. The whole way through. I'm excited about this conversation. Um, and I want to just read this part. There are moments in our lives, strategic times in our lives, when God stretches us to the breaking point. It is God's opportunity to remind us we are always in need of his love, Mm -hmm. his unconditional forgiveness, mercy, and grace. God uses Jesus's life as an example to understand his method of doing things. When you want what you want me to give to you, you must give to others. What you want me to do for you, you must make happen for others. Mm -hmm. What you want me to declare over your life, you must be willing to declare over others. Yes. Talk to me, Marcus. That brings me to my note uh, that you just so eloquently spoke that right there. And I have to I have to let you know how it spoke to me because it is so good. Um, Scripture reference, 1 Samuel 15, 22. Basically, the point here is Jesus, by the way of God's word and the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. is the standard for kingdom living. Mm. Succeeding at following this standard hinges on a primary biblical principle, and that's obedience is better than sacrifice. Wow. We get to a place where we want to make minor adjustments. By way of convenience, they go convenient that's, Jesus that's word again. again. That's go that convenient word. Jesus again. Convenience, uh, convenient sacrifices, and allow for, and instead of instead of making small adjustments, minor adjustments, by way of convenient sacrifices, mm-hmm. we have mm-hmm. to allow full obedience to God's word to make us uncomfortable. Wow, I have a quote that says, "I've grown comfortable being uncomfortable oh, yes. with God." Oh yes, that's my quote. Oh, yes. I have to put that on Instagram, y'all, um, and Facebook. I've grown comfortable being uncomfortable with God because He's going to stretch us. That's right. He's going to tell us, "Yet yeah, no, we can't." When we say, "I'm not Jesus," He's going to say, "Yes, you are. You are the representation of Him." That's right. And and I have an expectation. That's right. That you act like my son. That's right. Stop trying to give me what you want to give me. Right. And give me what I require of you. And then it it won't be hard for you to be like me. Right. Because I got everything that I need in there. The problem is you don't want to give me what I require of you. Exactly. Share with, we were talking earlier uh, before we were on air. Mm -hmm. I want, I really want Marcus to share what the Lord said to him about the rooms in the house. It's amazing. In this in this dialogue that we're having over chapter four, I'm not Jesus. Marcus, I want you to share that. Yes, man. I, I gladly will. So I had a lot of things going on in my life at the time. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know, God was dealing with me on, you know, certain areas of my life, in particular mm-hmm. relationships. I was struggling with my relationship, but I was helping other people mm-hmm. with their relationships. Mm-hmm. I was helping, you know, other organizations, the church and, and, you know, my job. I mean, all these different places. I'm working things out and I'm being who I need to be. And the Lord really very, very clearly, very plainly spoke to me, said, Mm -hmm. look, your house is nice. You come in, the living room looks good. Kitchen looks good. Bedrooms look good. Bathrooms clean. Everything nice. He said, but it's a room in the back. Mm -hmm. You won't Mm -hmm. give me that room. Until you give me that room, the whole house is out of order. It'll take the whole house down that one room and I knew 
what God was saying, mm -hmm. but it was so uncomfortable mm -hmm. because it made me realize I have been keeping him out that room. And that's why I'm going through the things that I'm going through. Mm -hmm. And so from that day forward, I struggled, but I opened the door. <laughs> and started cleaning out stuff, right? Saying, Lord, Lord, come on in. Come on in. Because wow. see, he said, I, he, he said, I'm standing at the door knocking. Okay, mm -hmm. you let me in the house. Then mm -hmm. you let me in this room, this room, this room. And then I'm knocking at this door. You won't open that one for me. Because you like that room. Mm -hmm. And we all got, if we be honest, we all got that, that room. That, we all got that, that room. That thing. I mm -hmm. like this guy. The thing. I don't want you to touch that because I, I got this. Mm -hmm. You know, I got that. You don't, I don't need you right there. I got that. You I got know, that. That's where you need me the most and you don't realize. I want to call it the I'm not Jesus room. Ooh, that's good. That, that, that's, it's I'm not Jesus. It's that place where I still hold on to my old self. Yes. I still hold on to uh, old thoughts, mm. old attitudes, old mindsets, old activity, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's that I'm not Jesus. It's that room where, um, oh, if I do this a little bit, it won't matter. <laughs> okay. My, my, my. If, if I engage in this a little bit, it's mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. um, if I do this one thing, it's okay. I'm all right. Mm -hmm. You know, um, what I came to understand when we talk about I'm not Jesus and the grace and mercy that he extends to us. I remember the Lord saying the same grace that you want from me is the same grace you must extend to others. That's so good. And I thought, wow, because that's a lot. It is a lot. I need a lot of grace. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> I need a lot of grace. It's a lot. And then it can't. And, and so do they. Mm -hmm. So now when people come to me and they want to kind of, um, cast expersions on other people's character or they want to talk about, I, I ask the question to them. I, I typically ask the question, okay, what, what, what are you doing mm -hmm. that needs God's grace? Mm. And then I'll say, and there's always a backstory. Mm -hmm. So someone acts a certain way. I have enough grace to recognize there is a backstory and I have enough grace to realize that there is a process that they're in mm -hmm. because God wants us all. He doesn't want to leave anyone. That's right. So he'll have the 99. He'll go after the one. He doesn't want to leave any of us behind. That's right. So so the question becomes is, OK, well, you feel that way about that person? Have you thought about the backstory? Mm -hmm. Maybe why they act the way they do or why they are the way they are. And do you see similarities mm -hmm. in your own life? Mm -hmm. And so. We have to be Jesus. Marcus, we're going to wrap up this one in a little bit, but yeah. I like yeah, no, that's what, good. if you will um, um, read the last paragraph. Got you. Okay, for me, the last paragraph. I sure will. Yes, we are Jesus. We are his hands and feet in the earth realm. We are his voice and his vocation. People should see him in us and us in him. And if they aren't, it's time to check ourselves because at the end of the day, we are the only Jesus they will ever see. That's right. And that's so good. Yeah. And I got I got to say this real quick, just piggybacking off what you what you just, you know, some of the things we we're just touching on. It's tough mm -hmm. to to really have that balance between understanding that, yes, God has a standard. And yes, we're not always going to mm -hmm. hit that mark, mm -hmm. but we should always be aiming for that. We should mark. always be aiming. Um, right. And that's where we have to understand sometimes yes. people, God was in people in our life or, or things in our life.
for us to see ourselves a little better, to mm-hmm. see things more clearly. It's mm-hmm. not a judgment, more or less than it is like a mirror revealing certain things so you can see it more clearly. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's an issue that I have. Okay, that's something I need to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, so old school said like this, it's hard to be all the way right when you like being just a little bit wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's <laughs> you know? good. But it's it, like you said, he'll go after the one. He'll leave the 99. But consider your body, your spirit, your life the same way. Mm-hmm. He will, because he needs to have the whole you, he will look at what you're giving him say, that's great, but I'm looking at what you're not giving. I'm looking at what you're not giving. And that's what I really want to focus on. Because mm-hmm. once I get that, I know I have the whole you. And then, oh, there's no limit to what we can do together. And that's, what we can I like accomplish. that. There's no limit to what we can do together. I want... Uh, our listeners to remember, if you're listening to this or watching this, I want you to remember that you will be the only Jesus that they will see. You will be the only Jesus that they will see. And so we have to, as best we can, and I'm not saying there aren't those moments where we'll 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 have a moment. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Mm-hmm. There's repentance. It's wonderful. There's redemption. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. But you will be the G- only Jesus that people will see. That's right. And the same grace that you want extended to you is the same grace that we have to extend to others. Mm -hmm. I do want to do this before we wrap up. This is the prophet's voice. Mm -hmm. This is my, I'm Elder Gwen Cohen and uh, I'm sitting here with Opaque Media Productions with my friend and colleague, Marcus Mooney. And I do want to say to you, and I didn't do this before. And so I had to repent about this is that for those of you that might be listening, that don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and savior, that don't know Uh, that he died for you, that don't know that he loves you, that don't know there's an unconditional agape love that you have never, that you could never experience to know that even if I fall, I get up, that even if I stray, I'm still loved, that there is, um, we talk about the prodigal son. Mm -hmm. I call that the parable of the waiting father. (laughs) There is a father that every day stands out on the porch and is looking for you to come because he knows at some point you're going to come home. And when you do, he's going to celebrate you. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior and know that you have a waiting father on the porch, we want to make sure we offer that to you on this podcast and on every other podcast from now on. We will offer to you the ability to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. So you can pray this prayer with me. And all it is, is Lord Jesus, I recognize that I am a sinner. You can repeat it after me, but I need your love. I want you to come into my heart. I want you to be Lord and Savior of my life. And I want to know your unconditional favor, grace, mercy, and love. Amen. Amen. And I need to let you know that really just like that, you have been accepted into the kingdom of God. Now, this is a journey. I want to let you know it's a journey. You may fall down. You'll get back up again. You'll encounter obstacles. I don't want you to think that this is a life where now everything is a breeze and we're floating on clouds and drinking <laughs> lemonade all day long. It's no, not no, like no. that. As no, matter no, of no. fact, it might be a little difficult or quite difficult, but I want you to know that you're not by yourself. That's right. And so once you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I'm going to suggest that wherever you are, if you can, because I know in some countries you can't, but you can have a personal relationship with them. That's right. But if you can find you a church where people believe in the word of God Mm -hmm. and align yourself with Bible believing word, true, true 
true believers in Jesus Christ. Yes. And I promise you, you'll have a support network. Not perfect, because right. family is not perfect. Right. Not perfect. Right. But you will be able to have a relationship with a perfect savior. That's right. He's in the house now. He's in the house. Well, <laughs> this is Elder Gwen Cohen and this is Marcus Mooney. And we are here at the Prophet's Voice. Want to let you know we're excited that you joined us today. Yes. We're going to be moving on. Keep on listening. Because right. on our next podcast, we are going all the way through this book, Real Life, Real Time, Real Talk with a Very Real God. You can find it on Amazon under Gwen Hester Cohen. That's right. I am excited. I look forward to you joining us again. Marcus, anything you want to say before we close? You know, this has been awesome as always. But I do want you to do me a huge favor. You got to tell them about the website. Ah, uh, yes, you're absolutely right. You can go to my website, www.theprophetsvoice.net, and you can leave your information. If you have questions, yes. we can get in touch with you. Please at connect. Info. Info, info at theprophetsvoice.net. The yes. 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 Marcus is keeping me straight. <laughs> Listen. We need help mem mem uh, with our memory sometimes, memorizing, remembering things. Hey, it's, it's great stuff. And I, I definitely want people to, to go and take advantage of the tools that you put together because it is very, very helpful. Very Thank you. Helpful. I will say this since you mentioned it, Marcus, that when you go on the website, come October 11th through the 13th, I am offering a free masterclass, three days, called The Power of Purpose. You can go in and register for that. It is free. One hour for three days. For three hours, we're going to talk about the power of purpose. We're going to talk about how you are wired, why you are here, and we're going to recognize that now now is the time for you to step into that authentic, awesome purpose that God has destined for your life. Amen. Mm -hmm.